It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Izzo, which is, uh, sustainably produces a collection of premium handcrafted agave spirits, um, he is originally from Durango, Mexico, now makes his home in San Diego. Um, Gaston Martinez, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you here, and, I, and I'm excited to talk about uh, Izzo. Um, and so uh, let's talk about how this started. When did you start getting involved in the spirit <clears throat> industry, specifically using agave? So talk about... A little bit about yourself. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, being born in, in Durango, in Mexico, uh, Mezcal has been, you know, there for close to 500 years. Can, can you imagine that, right? I mean, wow. uh, um, the Spanish came to, um, to, uh, to, to, to Durango and then uh, kind of taught the, the Mexicans how to... Um... Are you there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just letting you talk while I... <laughs> no, no. Yeah, the, the, the Spanish came and then they, they, uh, they find out that agave has sugar. And because the, the sugar content, you can, be, um, you can ferment it and you can distill it. Uh, and it's been always, you know, in my family, the tradition, you know, for celebration and, and, uh, and things like that. Um, in 2017, um, I started this idea to... How can I bring that, you know, power of our culture, power of our tradition, you know, to the world? Right. And then uh, I started putting the, the, the pieces of the puzzle together, right? Um, uh, we have a distillery uh, in, in, in down in Durango. We, ha we have own distillery. And um, the beauty of um, not just becoming a, a, a label and a package, right? Because normally what people will do is just, you know, find a distillery and, hey, can you produce mezcal for me here is my bottle here's my label and then suddenly i become a, a mezcalero or i own a, a mezcal company or a spirit company right right and for me it was more like a let's go down to the you know the harvesting you know the finding the agave and and the the the, the connection with the, with the soil and the minerals and then translated that to you know the final package and um because of the tradition of uh, uh, my family and, and, and Durango and all that, uh, we uh, we decided to to just jump into this, uh, this adventure and uh, uh, start creating this uh, you know agave spirits. And we start with the mezcal. Uh, I don't know if you know, but um, even tequila is a mezcal. Yes, it's, yeah. it's, it, the word the word mezcal is it means roasted agave, and, and then uh, we keep the tradition, you know. Uh, on our distillery, we roasted the agave, we fermented naturally, we doubled the steel, we bottled it, and that's it. Nothing added, nothing extra. And uh, the beauty of that, you get the layers of flavors and, and content and all that. It, it's just amazing. Uh, people might think, you know, oh, mezcal is quite new, right? I mean, we haven't heard about mezcal. But no, I mean, as I mentioned, you know, it's been in the making for the last 500 years, right? 500 years. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so when, how long does it take you to grow a plant uh, before you can harvest it? Well, and, and the, good point. Uh, all the agave that we use right now is wild. 
and you can imagine, right? But it takes between eight and 12 years. Wow. The, the, the plant, when it's ready, start blooming, you know? Yeah. You have to chop that, uh, you know, like flower and then wait another six months. If you let that uh, flower come out, all the sugar will, all the energy, you know, from the agave plant will go and produce that flower. That you need that because that will produce the seeds for, for a reforestation, right? I mean, when you're smart, you, you have to, you know, let some uh, agave plants uh, here and there in order to, you know, continue uh, having uh, agave for, for a long time. Sure. But, I mean, <clears throat> when you understand what is behind of every bottle, I mean, at least easily 10 years in the making, right? Because of the process of, uh, you know, uh, maturing the agave and harvesting the agave, you have to wait that, that uh, long. And uh, it's quite a challenge. But it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful. <clears throat> I think, you know, it's one of the nicest spirit uh, uh, products in the market. Uh, uh, but uh, you need time to, uh, you know, understand and kind of connect. Sure. With it. All right. So, so let me ask you this. Um, so... Uh, how long has uh, Izzo been producing agave now? How long have you guys been in business? We, we started in 2018. Uh, okay. We in 2018 uh, producing our first batch. Um, we actually landed uh, on San Diego and um, California early 2018. Uh, that was our first uh, batch that we uh, brought over uh, California. Uh, but it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. I mean, uh, we we took care of all the process, right? I mean, uh, we spent a lot of time on uh, on designing the bottle, uh, the label, uh, the package, and obviously uh, the the content. I mean, our mezcal. It took us a year to get it uh, uh, on the profile that we felt like uh, you know it, 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 this is the right uh, product that we want to showcase. Okay, so I, and I want to talk about this. So. So uh, prior to launching in 2018, you said, uh, what were you doing? Were you working for a different company? Were you still in the same industry? What were you doing prior to launching? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm always been an entrepreneur. That's uh, kind of my hardcore. I was involved in the wine business. Okay. I was, I was a consultant. And then uh, I, uh, I was able to, you know, uh, lucky enough to... Uh, Get a, get a hold of wonderful wines from all over the world and uh, understand, you know, the processing and, and uh, you know, how it's important to understand that, you know, each varietal, each region, each, uh, each uh, winery. And uh, that was kind of, a, I mean, my, my um, thing previous to, uh, to the mezcal business. Uh, and before that, I, I did so many things, but I'm always uh, being on an entrepreneur side, but on the wine, you know, I spend you know years uh, on on uh, connecting, understanding, and and it's quite similar, you know, especially for mezcal. Uh, when you talk about mezcal, you have to understand there's nine different regions in Mexico, with more than you know fifty di different type of agaves. Wow! And then, is I mean, tequila is just one single region and one single agave. It's blue agave, and that's it. And for us, it's okay. Uh, I like the mezcal from Oaxaca. Or I like mezcal from Durango, Zacatecas, or Guerrero, and I like this varietal. I like this style, and it's so just diverse that it's so eclectic. It's so, you know, attractive to a, a lot of people that really want to connect with different flavors and all that. It's, it's yeah. Quite, yeah. yeah, you know, that, that's amazing to me that there's that much uh, diversity in the agave 
And what's really cool is each of those regions probably have have their own unique story to go with that flavor of agave. Exactly. You know, our, we use an indigenous agave that only is being found in Durango. It's called agave semiso. And actually, our name comes from that. Uh, uh, agave. Oh, okay. uh, you know, semiso, the last three letters, we took that <clears throat> because we want to create, uh, uh, I don't know if you can see it. I mean, <clears throat> we want to create uh, a very simple and easy name to remember, I-Z-O, ISO. And it was kind of, a, I mean, the whole idea to, you know, be a, 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 a friendly product, you know, that, uh, you know, people can remember it and, and people can understand the, what is it the, behind the, the, the label and all that. But you're right. Uh, um, every single region will have uh, their story and uh, the story behind the product and uh, their own type of agave. And uh, it's pretty much like wine, right? I mean, yeah. if you like uh, wine from uh, Napa Valley, I mean, uh, maybe you like wine from Chile or wine from, uh, you know, the Bordeaux region, you know. Uh, it, it, and then, you know, it's not like uh, you have just one single type, like in this case, a little bit of a tequila, but they're doing great things in tequila too. But uh, I think the scale is just taken to the next level. Sure, sure. Okay, so I got to ask you this. Here you are, you're a veteran entrepreneur, uh, you were in the wine industry, which is very competitive. Now you're thinking about getting into the mezcal industry, the agave, uh, tequilas, and all that other stuff. That's also a very competitive, very mature <clears throat> industry. So how much planning, how much preparation did you do prior to getting your business started? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, we did a lot of uh, planning. I mean, uh, we took like a, a whole year of planning. You know, uh, what we decided is, uh, as I mentioned before, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it the right way. That means, you know, we have to control the whole process from from the harvesting to the uh, making uh, of the product, like uh, fermenting, distilling, bottling, and even promoting. And... Uh, it's, it's quite challenging because, you know, you go against big guys, right? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, deeper pockets and uh, huge companies that actually, you know, can take you away in a heartbeat, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Bacardi's yeah. and Diageo's and all those, you know, like, uh, wow. I mean, you can just, they go away. That's <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we, we definitely, uh, I mean, I like challenges. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I'm not afraid of that uh, go. And then we planned a whole year. And uh, that's why we create this scenario, you know, that we have to control. Uh, it's, it's more uh, risky, you know, because you're spreading yourself. I mean, you now we have to be, I mean, in control of production that, and also be in control of, uh, you know, promoting. And uh, basically what we decide is like, okay, that's the only way that we can actually be successful because otherwise we'll become one of so many, right? Uh, and, and it's quite challenging. Took us a whole year to put it together, to, to plan it, and then execute it, right? Because the legal part, you have two countries, and then you have yeah. to kind of like, uh, I mean, it's a, quite, a, quite, a, quite a job. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, trying to, to, you know, put all that uh, business together and all combined to have this in your hand, it's just quite challenging. I mean, and even, uh, you know, after we put all, everything together, you know, creating the final product, right? I mean, the, uh, do lucky, lucky enough, I mean, the, uh, we have uh, one of the best uh, ma master distillers in, in our region. I mean, it's a third generation 
and uh, is is so passionate about uh, you know creating a good product and, and you know taking a, a little bit of a hometown. That's kind of when when I see a, a bottle here and there, you know that's that's part of my hometown. You know that was kind of the idea. I mean, uh, bring bring it to to the world. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, so it's not only a very competitive market, but as you said, you have some big players. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson just came out with his, uh, I think, tequila, right? Yeah, he did uh, a tequila, you know. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I mean, they were tapping on, on the mass followers and, you know, all those people that if Dwayne Johnson say, okay, I have, you know, this pen that is wonderful, everybody's going to buy it, right? I mean, everybody's going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, because <clears throat> this pen, I use it every morning, right? Oh, I want to be like Dwayne Johnson, right? But yeah, and George Clooney, right? I mean, the yeah, same. Clooney, that's the right. same uh, but I mean, in the end, go back to the basic. They find a distillery, they produce a product, they put the label, and that's it. Yeah, I'm sure this is a quality tequila. I mean, I'm I'm not doubting, you know. But uh, for us, it was kind of like a different story, right? I mean, um, I wouldn't mind if uh, they bought me out for a billion dollars. You know, I would say probably yes. <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, try to showcase, you know, our family tradition, our town tradition, you know, our culture and all that, and and uh, definitely, you know. It, it is quite competitive. I mean, and you, and you, when you're on the shelf, I mean, you, you, you compete with uh, everybody, right? Everybody with tequila. Yeah. I mean, vodka, rum, whiskey, I mean, you name it. And then you're there and trying to, people like, okay, look at you and, and, and uh, you know, promote you. And um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a nonstop. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about this. So uh, here you are, you're, you're, your business is going along, it's doing great, and all of a sudden, bam, we have the pandemic. And so talk about how this has affected your business. Well, I mean, uh, for, for alcohol uh, business, you have uh, the uh, on-premises, right? I mean, that's, that means, you know, bars and restaurants and, and, and the, the uh, places that are gonna promote your product, right? I mean, you go to a bar, you order a cocktail, and then the, you see the bottle, or you talk to a bartender, like, hey, uh, you want to try this new uh, mezcal, and then you get those people to help you, right? Nowadays, it's just kind of like, uh, okay, I mean, uh, what is the plan B, no? A uh, good thing for us, we we have a little bit of presence also in off-premises and in, in the big uh, big box retail, right? Like uh, Costco. Uh, Costco is carrying uh, uh, in some parts of uh, here in, in the Southern California and a little bit in in, uh, in Arizona, we, we have uh, our product down there. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the news, but, you know, everybody's just, you know, going to Costco to buy groceries and, 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 and uh, you know, things. And, uh, you know, one of those things uh, is uh, mezcal. And uh, uh, lucky enough, we, we actually, you know, we're doing really well. I mean, uh, uh, it's, it's um, because, you know, you're going to stay home. It's Friday night and I'm sure you're going to make a cocktail. At well, least, you know, three, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, and it was, what's I think I think uh, it just so happens that you're in one of those industries that, in a time like this, people are going to be using you a little bit more, right? They're, they're, yeah. They they want to relax. It, it, it shows that you know people are drinking a little bit more on on the, uh, you know uh, you still have to you know have your normal life, whatever normal yes. you know. I mean, uh, and then it's five o'clock, you know, and then they. I mean, you just talk to your wife, hey, you want a cocktail, right? I mean, let's, I buy this beautiful mezcal, let's, let's find out what's what's all about, right? I mean, uh, uh, everything with moderation, but I think, you know, 
it's a little bit of trying to uh, mimic your normal life, you know, yeah. at least in your house, right? You create your cocktail and then you go to the patio to the, I mean, to the outside and then you sit down and you enjoy your, and then try to have a little bit of, uh, you know, joy and fun. And, uh, but yeah, uh, industries is uh, obviously is hurting, uh, but I think we're going to, you know, bounce back in a strong way. Uh, when everything is, you know, back to normal, whatever normal is, um, yeah. people will go out and, you know, still have fun and enjoy. I think what we're going to do is try to enjoy more life, right? Yeah. And, uh, and complain less and enjoy yeah. more. And, and and I think, you know, when you go out and, and realize, like, oh, my God, I can be outside. You know, this is so cool, right? And uh, I, I think we, we will learn a lesson. Absolutely. Now, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I think more and more people are realizing that they have a lot to be grateful for. Yes. Uh, they're spending a little bit more time with their family. Uh, it, it's, it's a, you know, like all hard lessons. I mean, people weren't, we weren't expecting it. We don't want it. We don't like it. But at the same time, there's been a lot of blessings. Uh, people who normally would be too busy to spend time with their family are being able to realize that they're missing out on a lot. Um, and, uh, and I think even like, uh, I have a couple of, uh, 19 year olds at home and like a lot of 19 year olds, you, you take school for granted and it's a pain in the butt until now I can't go to school. <laughs> and they're all going, man, I miss my school. And, and, and I never thought I would miss school. And, and, and so it's an amazing thing of what's happening out there. Um, so, so I, I do want to go back to talking about this though. Um, so from the time that you launched your product in 2018, uh, how quickly or how long did it take you to get into some of the retail stores? How long did it take you to get into Costco? Well, it took me like a solid uh, four months and uh, okay. four or five months. But it, it, was, it is a, a quite, uh, you know, cool story, you know. Uh, I... I um, just show 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 myself uh, at the front desk uh, at the uh, Costco, you know, and uh, uh, I did my research. I find uh, you know who was the buyer, and then uh, I uh, I just you know wait there until uh, he had a time to you know do like uh, you know the the five minute pitch, right? I mean, right, the right. second pitch, right? I mean, the, uh, uh, and in the first uh, the, he loved the product, but he told me you know. You're you're too new. I just really don't. Uh, I think this this is a good fit for you. Like, uh, okay. And as a good salesperson, you know that noise is mean like uh, not yet, right? I mean, yeah. uh, yeah. is uh, or noise maybe uh, yes, right? And I just keep keep uh, you know persisting and coming and coming back and and then uh, I did my job, right? I mean, uh, I submit our product to uh, you know spirit challenges, right? I mean. Make sure that somebody else besides your company, I mean, validate your product. And that's very important, especially in the spirit industry, right? We right. send it uh, here, one in San Diego. We send it to New York. We send it to Las Vegas. And the old three, the old three came back with uh, award winning. And based on that, okay, now we start building a resume, right? I mean, because uh, even though I'm from Durango and this is my tradition, but, you know, we, who are you, right? I mean, right, right. you need to build a resume for your company, right? And then we started getting our articles and, and uh, you know, really cool articles in, in, in magazines and publications. And 
you start building your resume as a company. And then I went back and say, okay, I think we're ready. No, you're not. And then try to do back another, uh, you know, uh, more job and more, more reviewing, trying to get more accounts, um, uh, you know, go to a bar. And I, I did all that myself, you know, and carry the bottle, go, go to the bar and talk to the bar manager and, hey, we have uh, this beautiful product. And, uh, and one of the challenges is like uh, we, we are able to, to do the sales because we use a, a company that actually help us with the logistics and, and, and the invoicing and all that. But uh, when you understand how everything works, when you have the big boys come into a bar and they can offer you everything that you need, you know, from beer, water, tequila, brandy, everything that you need, why are they going to buy from you? Yes. Because that is one guy, one invoice, and they can give me, you know, probably 60 days and I don't have any problem. But then that's what you need to be great, right? I mean, but you don't have this miscount, right? I mean, this is from the angle. You have only from so-and-so. Right. And, you know, you have to break molds and you have to just, you know, persistency, passion, you know, effort, and, and it will take you a long way. All right. So, okay. So you just showed up. You didn't have an appointment. You go to Costco offices and you're waiting for the buyer to show up. Yep. You present. Uh, he finally gives you a five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all you need. It's, you got your foot in the door. Uh, he says, no, you're not ready. You're too, you got, uh, you, you entered some, uh, some awards. You got, you got, uh, you won some awards. Uh, you're hitting the bars, you're doing the hard work that it takes to launch a new product because you're absolutely right. I mean, when you're dealing with these bars and restaurants, there are, there are big vendors who can give you, like you said, everything. We carry all these different brands. We carry all these different uh, products. You need 60 days, no problems. You need 90 days, no problem. All that other stuff. It's hard to get in there. Uh, but uh, like you said, it's all about that persistency, uh, persistency and, and having that passion. You really have to believe in yourself because oh yeah, otherwise you're going to quit. It's so hard. OK, there you are. So, you know, otherwise, if you don't have that passion and that persistency, it's going to make a lot of people quit because it is very hard. I mean, I think one of the key elements is you have to trust you, you as a person, you know, an, an yeah. individual that, that has uh, this idea of, uh, you know, I know on, 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 on my path, I'm going to find a lot of no's, a lot of maybes, and I'll, maybe, uh, you know, a lot of yeses. But, uh, you know, when you get a no, it just binds you back more, uh, you know, with a strong, you know, you have to recap and understand what you need to do in order to, to you know, get that account or get that, that you know, uh, contract that you're looking for. But it is quite important and it's, it's going to be a challenging, I mean, especially for this industry that, uh, you know, is very, very competitive and, and uh, is, is just one of the hardest uh, because you are competing with everybody and, and deeper pockets and, and uh, people with more money than uh, you for marketing, for promotions and uh, but you need to be smart, right? You need to definitely uh, create, be creative and be, okay, uh, I think what we need to do is this way, right? And, yeah. and it, it is It is a fascinating and, and the story is just sometimes like, a wow. And to be honest, I mean, the, we are fairly new companies. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's quite imp uh, impressive uh, that uh, we're hitting those you know accounts and the, and it's just like, uh, who are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? But but here's here's what something that people need to understand because here's what a lot of people, to me, in my opinion, this is the mistake that a lot of people do is they don't go to Costco first. They want to wait two, three, four, five years to go to Costco. Well, the difference between you getting into Costco and not getting into Costco has to be that relationship. And, I, and to me, the faster that you can build that relationship, the faster you're going to get into Costco because they're not going to buy your product. They're going to buy you. And they're going to, and I like this Gaston guy. He's got guts. He's working hard. He believes in himself. He, he believes in his product. Let's give him a chance. And that's, that's pretty much it. And, and, but it, that comes to every buyer, even a bar manager on the bar. It, it will have the same philosophy. If they're going to buy it, they're going to buy it because of you, the service you, you provide. You're there. You come with a story. You train your people. You talk to the, their bartenders. You know, you're, you're present. You're hustled. You, you, you don't give up. And then you, you want that in a company, right? Because when you have a, a need of something, you know that you can call and, uh, and you know, you're going to react. And, uh, and even talking about Costco, you know, getting to Costco, I mean, it might be in a way not easy, but, you know, if you do your, your, your job right, you, you might get it. But maintaining in Costco is even harder. Wow. Why, because, is, it harder? why is it harder? What's going on? Because it's not about me or the buyer. It's about the people. Yes. The members, you know. And then uh, it's like, uh, and then again, you're going to be part of that shell that is whole. I mean, being in Costco equals to high quality, you know, good product, premium product. I mean, the, if you went through the process of getting to, to that, it's going to be, you know, a while. Yeah. I mean, you're Costco, you, you, you probably must be good. And that's why people think about it, right? Yeah. You're competing with the best of the best. Yes. Right? And then it's like, a, why are they going to pick yours? I mean, why? The new guy, the new, I mean, we were the first mezcal company in the Southern California. Wow. In Arizona. I mean, the, the first, first, I mean, they didn't carry mezcal. We are the first mezcal on the Southern California, right? Yeah. And for people like myself who aren't uh, that, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, that experience, what is the main difference between mezcal and tequila? Because they both come from agave, right? Yes. I mean, I'll explain a little bit how, how the process. I mean, okay. Uh, first of all, you have the type of agave, right? In tequila, they use the blue agave only. And in mezcal, you can use 50 plus different type of uh, uh, agaves. The second part is um, the cooking process. We uh, use a, we roast the agave. We use a, a fire pit, a volcanic fire pit. Volcanic because we use volcanic rocks to cover the fire pit. We use uh, local wood, in this case is uh, oak, to, uh, to process. And we roast the agave between four and five days. And uh, that's pretty amazing. I mean, because now the smoky part comes you know, in place. And that means, you know, in every mezcal, you will have that note of a smoke in, in your in your taste and in your nose and all that. And also we use 100%, uh, 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 you know, in our case, wild agave that uh, uh, I believe in tequila, you know, it's all farm. And that's 
that's okay, but I mean, it's, it's just quite different. Uh, when you have a, a wild berry or you have a farm berry and you try both, both are berries, but the wild berry is just like, a, wow. I mean, this explosion of flavor is just amazing. It's kind of the same with the, a wild uh, agave, right? Yeah. And then we, we just, you know, do natural fermentation. We don't add anything in our, in our facility. Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I know some distillers will add, you know, yeast, right? Just to expedite or, or push, you know, the fermentation part. We just let it be. Open fermentation, natural, or whatever it takes. But that's kind of the main uh, uh, difference, right? I mean, and then the layers of flavor on a mezcal, you know, is going to be greater than in tequila, right? I mean, you might find tequilas that are also doing more in a traditional way, right? But uh, I think if you put those to compare, you know, uh, the different type of agave, the process of cooking, the fermentation will give you a huge difference. And then you have highland, lowland, I mean, different regions. And then it's, it's just so vast and so uh, different in a way that, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people will uh, actually turn into mezcal after being drinking tequila for so many years. Like, oh, wow, this is great. I mean, what is it? I like it. I, lo- I love I love the passion that you bring to it and, and the story <laughs> and everything. It's awesome. Uh, Gaston, we're out of time. I want to wish you the best of luck with Izzo. 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 Mezcal.com. Izzo. Yeah. Um, and uh, let, let me pop it up here. Um, here we go. There, there's the, the website. If you guys want to go check it out, izomescal.com. You can go there. Now, because you have this U.S. connection, you, you're there in San Diego. Are you able to ship the product? What's the rule on that? I don't know anything about that. Can you ship the yeah, product? Yeah, no, uh, If you go to our website, uh, we, there's a link that you can buy online. And we have a third-party uh, uh, store that actually handles all our uh, online uh, sales. Right. If you're, I mean, the, in the Midwest uh, or you're even in the East Coast, actually, our product now you can find it in Texas, in Houston, and also in Illinois, Illinois, Chicago. Uh, but if you're in the East Coast or Midwest or any other region, you know that you're not, uh, um, you don't have a ISO available. We definitely there is a a, a code uh, that we are giving away. I mean, twenty percent off because of this pandemic. Uh, I Z O. FAM, F-A-M, 20. That will be the code that you need to use in, in case you want to buy it, and uh, we'll give you 20% discount uh, on all your... On your order. That's great. That's fantastic. Uh, Gaston, it's been a pleasure. Getting to know you. Go ahead. Too bad, too bad it's too early to start drinking, but I mean, maybe another time we'll have some seed. I'll send you some bottles. <laughs> all right. I look forward to it. Gaston, I look forward to having you back maybe at the end of the year so we can find out what's going on with the company and catching up. And uh, I look forward to uh, talking with you again. Take it easy. Be safe. All right. Bye-bye. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.